When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome to episode 80 of Gossip Column. Yes, we've reached the big 8-0 of the show which discusses who is going where in association with Loserpool. It's the penultimate show. We've got one more to go after this, so that means we don't have a lot of time to talk transfers and, more importantly, talking gossip. You should know the drill by now. Ten minutes of your time is all I need. In return, you get a big plate of juicy transfer gossip to start your morning. And where should we start this morning? Let's start it in Milan. The black and blue half of Milan into Milan, that is are still working on a deal to sign Romelu Lukaku. Now, they're working on a deal, but they can't find a sort of consensus or an agreement with Manchester United. The sticking point seems to be not only the fee, but the way the money is packaged. This has been mentioned many times before. Now, also the case has been mentioned many times before is the fact that the Italian transfer window shuts in September, September the 2nd, I believe it is. So, there is still scope for Lukaku to move on from Manchester United after the Premier League season starts. The question is, do United feel that they have enough in terms of attacking personnel to rid Lukaku post-August with no capacity to get in a replacement? Perhaps, perhaps is the answer to that question. Another answer to that question could be Paolo Dybala because Juventus have confirmed interest from both Manchester United and Tottenham in the bid to sign the Argentine forward. He's 25 years old. He could be a great capture for any sort of Premier League outfit, but you'd be looking in that sort of top bracket, top four, top six. Would Europa League football be enough of a character to entice him? Would first team football be enough of a character to entice him? You know, you've got adding that to the package, which for that reason then you makes you think, well, actually, you know, would Tottenham be as appealing because you've got a certain H Kane in the way? I mean, you could sort of crowbar him into a sort of off the striker role, but then where does Dele Alli fit in? There's a myriad of questions there. Um, you could argue that Deli Ali needs a bit more sort of competition in that role, so it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. And perhaps Tottenham needs to sort of fatten out their squad and have people fighting for position and not necessarily coasting into the first eleven. I can't see the bowler really going to Tottenham as much as I would love to see that happening. I just for those sort of reasons, I've, you know, Harry Kane is such an incredible forward and the stature that he has that to play 
second fiddle with Dybala, still a very good striker. I can't really see them sort of working in tandem. So if it is going to be a Premier League team, I put the money on Manchester United. So how does that work? Does it then see Lukaku having to be sold into Milan first to get Dybala to Manchester United? Or is it their way round? I mean, again, it's sort of moving the deck chairs around on the sinking Titanic with, what, a week to go in the uh, Premier League transfer window. But we move on. And Marcus Rojo, another Argentine, he's looking for a move away from Manchester United. That is, if he believes first-team opportunities will be limited next season. So that's not necessarily something that's going to be in the immediacy because, obviously, we haven't started next season. But let's say if he gets to January and he's thinking, hang on, I'm not getting the minutes here, I'm off. So watch with interest, if you will. You know, I guess this might be sort of angled towards Harry Maguire coming into the club. But, you know, that has really almost died a death, really. So Rojo's probably sort of just hedging his bets and thinking, if I'm further down the queue, then I am out of here. So let's see where he is come January. In terms of Manchester United, again, seems to be a bit busy this morning. And the news that they are after Sergei Milinkovic-Savic, that's been mooted quite often. The Lazio president, Claudio Latito, has revealed he's open to selling the Serbian. That is, if the right offer is made. Now, I guess that would boil down to United selling Pogba and getting Milinkovic-Savic. You know, if only it was that easy. Then again, of course, like with Lukaku, Pogba could go after August and then there's no scope to get replacements. So... United are almost in a sort of sense where they need to get their business done this week, next week, next sort of seven days, really. So it's a case of will their big names, Pogba and Lukaku, be edged out with enough time to then get the likes of Dybala and Milinkovic-Savage in? Who knows? It's going to be an interesting week at Old Trafford. Neymar, now, he's sort of, I don't know, he's not really sort of apologised or called his jets in his bid to leave, but... With Barcelona not really forthcoming with a bid due to a lack of what you'd imagine as available funds. His teammate Marco Verratti has said that he feels PSG should sell him if he no longer wants to be there. However, Thomas Tuchel, the coach that is, does have a desire for Neymar to stay. So it's a bit murky really. I think if the coach still sees him in his plans, then you'd like to think that Neymar would still be there. It's all about Neymar's ego really. And I think I've said before that you know, who can really afford to take Neymar on? If it's not Barcelona, there's no real suitors. It's like Gareth Bale, again, you know, that sort of situation I've mentioned where you get chucked loads of money and it's all great when you're sort of loving life, but when you're not loving where you are, there's no one there to take you on. So I think due to the balance of probabilities, I think Neymar will still be there for the simple fact that no one else can afford to prize him away from Paris. While also someone who's going to be staying at their parent club or their current employers is James Rodriguez because... He's been told by Real Madrid that he's going to have to be staying put. Um, Napoli were in the race for him. Uh, we played for Bayern Munich last season, but he asked them not to to be uh, purchased on a permanent basis. So he's sort of not in limbo at Real Madrid, but I think Real Madrid are not really too willing to let their fringe players go. I mean, obviously, they've just put the kibosh on Bale. They're now telling Hamas Rodriguez he can't go. Um, I guess it fattens up their squad. It gives them options, but it's not great news for players who are sort of getting their minutes diminished at the Bernabeu. Palace, they're set to make a £5 million bid for Newcastle's Kieran Clark just to shore up their back line. While Everton are considering moves for Mario Lamina and Fikeo Tomori. There was news yesterday, last night, that Everton supposedly made a £55 million bid for Will Sahar, including Cenk Tosson and James McCarthy, which would bump up the package to £80 million, give or take, for sort of approximating values for both Tosson and McCarthy. However, hours later, Everton said that never happened. So Sky Sports obviously have 
pulled the trigger on that one a bit too early, that or Everton are a bit embarrassed with their sort of the level of the move because it's not it's not great. I mean, when you consider that Zaha has a twenty percent uh, value clause that needs to go to Manchester United, was it twenty five percent? Sorry, twenty five percent. So that would then take the actual value that Palace get down to forty forty one million, which when they were looking for eighty from Arsenal. That's not happening, is it? You know, that's not really a move that's going to entice Steve Parrish to sell. Not only from a financial standpoint, I know they've sort of been linked with Tosin McCarthy separately before, so Everton have sort of, well, the rumour was why not sort of bun them all together. But I think Palace, if they were to sell Zahar, which is looking more and more unlikely with each day that sort of progresses nearer the end of the transfer window, I can't really see it happening. If they were, they'd probably want as much money as possible. And there's also. The other conversation is, is the move really big enough for Zaha? You know, Everton doing better things than Palace, but are they doing good enough? And you'd have to say, arguably not. Sheffield United, now they're sort of trying to build their squad in order to stay up in their return to the Premier League. They're considering a offer again for Oni McBurney. I think they tabled one, was pushed back. They've come back with another one. Let's see what Swansea do with that. I think Swansea have got any chance of getting promoted this season. They need to keep hold of the man who's sort of uh, tasked with getting the goals. If they get rid of him, it's going to make life even more difficult in the Championship. Real Madrid, here's a fringe player that could be allowed to go, and that's Mariano, because the Dominican forward has um, been linked with Roma and Monaco, and they both made offers for the 25-year-old, so I would imagine he would be out the exit doors, not quite the sort of calibre of a Bale or Rodriguez, so if, if he were to leave, I don't think there'd be too many shocks or headlines written um, in regard to his departure. While um, staying in Madrid very quickly, Thibaut Courtois, not a transfer, but he's doubtful for the start of the season due to a sprained ankle. So not really uh, gossip at all. Um, and that's about it, really. It's not quite the bumper list I expected, but still a lot of drama still to unfold in the next week or so. So that said, it just leaves me to say that my name's Dan Tracy. This is The Real Football Cast in association with Loserpool. And until tomorrow for our last episode, goodbye. Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.